This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. I'm typically 99.9% of the time in a meeting or on a phone or on a Zoom call. So, Mayor, as you look back now, and it happened the 29th of June, so it's been over a month, uh, can we do anything else or do you want to tweak it to prepare for a situation like this? Or I thought... I thought the response was very good. I'm not so sure what you can do to improve it. I thought everybody stepped to the plate. I know some citizens didn't get their power on as quick as others, and that can be easily explained, I guess. Maybe it it can be explained. People won't understand it, but it can be explained. What can we do? Anything different? So I do agree with you. Our team at the city, whether oh. it was Public Works, City Water, Light and Power, Police, Fire, everybody responded in a in a wonderful fashion. I couldn't be more proud of all of the uh, colleagues I have at the city. But we can always get better. So one of the things that I'm talking about doing is creating a, a true emergency operations center with an EOC uh, coordinator. Because okay. when I got in that room that day of the storms, um, I said, okay, who's the city's emergency operation coordinator? I hadn't even been in office 60 days yet when right. it hit. And they said, we don't have one. And I said, okay, then I'm it. Because you need a point person who's going to be in charge of everything. So that was me. And it was fine. And um, nice people at the city have complimented me for my work that day. So I'm assuming that they're just not pandering to me, that they thought I did a good job. But then also we're creating a uh, long-term recovery group out in the community because when it came time to assess what the community needed that also fell on me there's nothing out there to help the community so we're uh, creating one of those which uh, Diane Williams on your team has agreed Mm -hmm. to be a part of that so we have media presence in that Um, so what would happen if we have a natural or a man-made disaster either one this group from the community would deploy and take care of things and then having media in there is really important because then they know from the beginning, what's going on and can push all that out. Somebody asked me the other day, because we're in a somewhat of a drought, and they say, well, the lake level hasn't been impacted. Really, it's still almost full pool. And then somebody else said, well, Sam, the reason is, does this make sense to you? Maybe you've heard this from Doug Brown. Well, we're not using as many of the power plant generators facilities, so we don't use as much water as we once did. Yes, correct. We are really? not using as much water. Okay. And, and uh, that led to, uh, I think you remember two years ago, some citizens complained about like odor of their water, yes, yes. but it's also stagnant because those uh, the power plant generated activity in the water oh, and there's okay. less activity as well. It's just stagnant and sitting because we only have one coal-fired, coal-fired plant that we use water for now. So you walked into this museum Yes. And it's all mechanical and wrenches and stuff I haven't touched in my life and never planned to, but didn't throw you for a curve. You said it's nope. what, like your garage? I said, I said, this reminds me of being at home at my parents' house. It smells like my dad's garage because my, <laughs> my father is a mechanic by trade, has really? been his whole life. And okay. this is what it, growing up, whether he walked in the house and smelled like this, like grease from the garage or from his job. Um, he worked when I was a little girl in Carrollton. He worked at um, Camer International. It was a, a semi-dealership, and he was okay. a mechanic there uh, for the Camer family. And then um, he got a job at Sutherland Chevrolet in Jerseyville, if people listening remember these places. Sure. And then um, he, he was drafted for the Vietnam War, was in the Army National Guard after he got done in the Army, and... Um, was still in the National Guard and got a full-time job being p- in charge of the motor pool here at Camp Lincoln when I was a little kid. Oh, my. So we moved up here because he became a full-time ar- a worker at Camp Lincoln and then also was his in his guard duty as well. So he was in charge of the motor pool up here at Camp Lincoln. It goes without saying that 
Capital Airport is an integral part of this community. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the engines that drives it. It really does. We're not talking necessarily always commercial flights, but there are so many other things going on out here. 183rd, uh, the people on the other side that rehab all the planes, uh, the private people who use this airport. And there are a lot of people now that it connects to Chicago on American mm-hmm. that, that utilize this airport. So I would, uh, I've been in meetings with Mark Hanna, who's behind me here, Mm -hmm. uh, that's the director of Capital Airport. I've been in meetings with him over the past two weeks because we want to get a message out to our community about how important the airport is to Springfield and how we want our citizens to look at that flight from Springfield to Chicago, whether it's for business or for leisure if they're traveling, so that we can um, keep that flight here. And then as we continue, we we do want to increase our flights, but if we don't show our citizens the need for the, the airport, and the need for them to support it, it would be too convenient just to fly from a different airport. So we need to have that that discussion with our citizens here in Springfield. I know everybody loves the flight to Punta Gorda. Oh boy. Um, that's a big one. But if we could do more of that, that would be great. And that's what we want to focus on. And I want to remind people, and we've talked about this in the past, the airport in the city of Springfield has no control over what American or United or whoever might be charges for a ticket. Right. They rent space here at Capital Airport. It's like somebody at the mall. You rent space. The mall owners can't tell you what to charge for your particular product or service. The folks at Capital Airport, the management, City of Springfield can't tell people. Now, if you think there's a big discrepancy, uh, call Mark Hanna's office. I guarantee you I know Mark. And if you say, hey, I've got this price out of Peoria or Bloomington, and how come it's so much more in Springfield? And a lot of times, folks, by the way, if you check closely, it's not. Mm -hmm. And when you figure they're not driving or commuting to St. Louis and so on, it's pretty good. But you're exactly right. We must use it. We must use Capital Airport at every opportunity we can, that's for sure. Yeah, and the the 183rd, they're building an engineering wing over there. They want to create more engineering jobs in our community, which is great for the airport and for engineers. Um, I know that there is a coalition of a group of people trying to get a flight school here through SIU. Sure. Um, That would be amazing if we are able to educate pilots here. So there's a lot of great things that can happen at this airport, and the community just needs to rally around it. Have you ever been into Mike George's museum before today? I had. I've been in the fundraiser here before. Mm -hmm. Really? I have not. I've been, of course, Dick Levi's more than one occasion, but I have never been. And and what a collection right here in Springfield. This museum is truly unbelievable. I know. And he says he flies them, and they don't really look. Some no, of them look some like Some of them sh- I don't think I'm going to get in the cockpit <laughs> with him, whatever. But, yeah, I, it's, he does. I can tell you he guarantees he, he flies some of these, uh, takes them out the big doors, and away they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice ceremony last week, uh, the lighting of the Route 66 inside gate number two. It's beautiful. Saw you there. Isn't that beautiful when those lights mm-hmm. turned on? Yeah. yeah, very, very impressive. So what type of, um, are you going to have a somewhat of a role with the state fair? Will you be out there a lot and so on? Um, I'll just participate in the ribbon cutting with the governor. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that morning you're going to do a show, so I should probably come see you. That'd be nice. Yep. Absolutely. And then um, be, of course, be in the state fair parade. And yes. I have special oh, okay. state fair t-shirts made up so that say Illinois State Fair on them because I was excited that this is my first state fair as the mayor. Um, and then, yes, just participating and judging some contests out there. And, um, of course, I'm going to go to the, some of the uh, horse races because I love that part of it. So. But you don't bet on the races. Um, no, not, no, no. Make, not. You a, make a donation. Cor- correct. <laughs> I don't. Mike. I'm going to not lie to you. I don't understand. Like, people say, do the trifecta. And I'm like, okay. I'm, no. I'll just take your advice. You know what? what? You have an address. Is it a three-number address or two? 
a four number. Well, address. that's a super fact to bet your address for two bucks. Okay. Just see what happens. Good tip. I 4, like 1, it. Four one seven five two bucks. If they come in four one seven five, you can retire earlier in life than you well, I have thought. I a zero in my address, so we probably don't want to do that. Well, we don't then, want then, anybody to finish then, at zero. Then just go d- go to three. Go to the trifecta. <laughs> leave, yeah, and bet the trifecta. trifecta. Okay, yeah, there absolutely. we go. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, leave that. Always good to see you, kid. You too. And, any care. surprises coming up? Everything okay? Uh, Anything on the agenda we should know about? I don't think so. No. Are you still filling positions as time goes along? So the um, the, the last two directors were um, human resources, well, three, economic development, human resources, Lincoln Library, because yeah. I brought in interim directors yes, right. for those. And um, my permanent HR director, Nikki Baker, is starting in August. Oh, okay. And um, she's, been gonna, she's been meeting with Debbie Thompson, and she'll transition with Debbie. And then Catherine Harris, who's the library director, is mm-hmm. assisting us in our, our search. And she told me she has some great applications for library directors. So Catherine is helping me with that. Very good. Mayor, good to see you as always. See Absolutely. You at the fair. Good to see you. Take care. I know Thanks. you love the fair. So. Oh, oh, something special. <laughs> it's North End's answer to Las Vegas. That's what I've always said. <laughs> a lot of good people watching. Oh. Oh, best, best. That's why I love the gazebo. Even when I'm not, I sit in the gazebo and just, and at the minute you think you've seen it all, here comes something else that knocks that out of the place. <laughs> it's every, every sight you want to see. And you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good to see you. Thanks. You too. Let's- You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.